الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا توبوا الى الله توبه نصوحا صدق الله العظيم most respected students of deen mothers and sisters last week we had discussed the aspect of cleaning our hearts before the mubarak month of ramadan comes cleaning our hearts of all things that are going to become or become a barrier from receiving the greatness of allah taala from receiving the marifat receiving the barakat of ramadan receiving the true blessings of the fasts of all the ibadat we had discussed about cleansing our hearts from all the evils of illicit relationships of other guna and we also discussed how dangerous these things can become where it can take a person to what kind of situation it can drop someone in and we mentioned the aspect of somebody who had stated that i am so caught up in this haram relationship that if at this time my death has to come then i will the last message would be a message of love to this illicit and haram beloved na'udhu billahi min zalik na'udhu billahi min zalik na'udhu billahi min zalik what a terrible thing that a person gets caught up in such a situation that if life is going to be leaving at that moment then a person is going to be leaving this world in a thought of haram allah taala protect us allah taala save us but that was nevertheless this person's concern and good fortune that allah taala put this in his heart that he should seek some kind of remedy seek some kind of uh ilaj for this problem and cleanse his heart out of this evil so in any case one was that to cleanse ourselves from all these sins all kinds of sins these sins bring turmoil in our hearts it makes us restless sins make a person completely filled with all kinds of anxiety and where there is the connection with allah taala where there is the strong bond with allah taala through righteousness through good amal then even in a moment of test this the technical problem will continue this bismillahir rahmanir rahim to continue with what we were discussing allah taala has brought us to the point now where we are not far off from the mubarak month and therefore we need to cleanse ourselves cleanse our hearts so that we can receive the maximum benefit the maximum blessings and in particular to cleanse our hearts of all these evils all these sins because it is these sins that make a person's heart go into turmoil and really creates havoc in a person's heart and no matter what luxuries what comforts 
the best of scenery, person can be in the most exclusive kind of holiday place, all these things, it won't change anything, the person's heart will be just as in turmoil as anything else. So, nevertheless, the point that we were discussing was that uh, we need to cleanse our hearts. So, one is of all this haram. Included in this haram is some major maladies of the heart which are extremely dangerous, extremely destructive sins. And in order to understand the message, the best way that we can understand it, one of the very, very effective ways is through the du'as of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa That in the du'as that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa made, there's so much of ta'aleem in it as well. On the one side it is a du'a, on the other side it is ta'aleem. It gives us very deep lessons, tremendous lessons, and indeed it is among the best ways to learn these lessons. Together with the Quran Sharif, with the ahadith, and this is also part of the ahadith, after all, it is from the kalam of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa So one beautiful dua that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa taught us to make this dua at the beginning of the day and also at the beginning of the night. The dua that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa used to recite and which he taught us to recite is a very simple dua and is something that we should make part and parcel of our life. All these simple du'as, these daily du'as that we learn in madrasa, these are not du'as to learn for the sake of exams. The exams is just to put some kind of system into place to help us to do what we are supposed to do, but the object is not the exams. The object is that these are things that are taught to us that we learn for life to inculcate in our lives so this is the lesson that we need to learn that all these du'as how many of them we have learned many many du'as especially those who have now been in the madrasa for several years somebody is already there for 4 years 5 years, 6 years so we have learned many, many du'as. How many of these du'as do we recite on the relevant occasions? And if we are not reciting them, then why not? Okay, we cannot remember all the du'as, but at least there would be many du'as that we should remember, we should try to remember, we haven't, we've forgotten it, we should be relearning it, and fill our day and night with the recitation of these du'as. This is a very, very effective way of building the bond with Allah Ta'ala, building this relationship with Allah Ta'ala. And when this bond and relationship is developed and built and strengthened, then this is what carries us through the various situations of life. And it will make our akhirat as well. So in any case, this dua that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught, Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin. أو بأحد من خلقك فمنك وحدك لا شريك لك فلك الحمد ولك الشكر This is the dua very very simple dua there is nothing difficult in learning this dua 
but the virtue that Nabi Islam gives for such a simple prescription of this dua, Nabi Islam says that the person who recites this dua at the beginning of the day, in the morning, then فَقَدْ أَدَّا شُكْرَ يَوْمِهِ then he has fulfilled the gratitude of that day. Now, shukr is something which is wajib upon us. Every day we have to make shukr. In one hadith, Nabi Islam says that there are 360 joints in a person's body. He should be making shukr for each one daily. Then Nabi Islam explains that the sadaqah, he should be giving sadaqah on each one daily. Now that sadaqah is also a form of gratitude. And then Nabi Islam explains that a person does some righteous deed, that is also sadaqah. person performs some good action, that is sadaqah. The person enjoins the good, that is also sadaqah. Forbids the evil, that is also sadaqah. He shows somebody the directions, that is also sadaqah. So all these things are sadaqah, but that sadaqah is a form of gratitude. It's a form of shukr. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with all these joints, with all the faculties with all the limbs that we have what a great gift of Allah Ta'ala. so this is something requires sadaqah now the lesson is that besides this all the bounties innumerable countless ni'mats of Allah Ta'ala we have and all these bounties and ni'mats we have to make shukr for and a person who recites this dua in the morning at the beginning of the day then he has fulfilled the shukr of that day he recites this at night at the beginning of the night, he has fulfilled the shukr of the night. That you have blessed me with this. So in a person, this first part of the dua, Allah, whatever I have is your bounty. It is your blessing. It's not mine. This will remove pride from the heart of a person and this too is something we have to clean ourselves out of in order to prepare for this Mubarak month of Ramadan. We have to clean our hearts out of this so that we can receive that pure blessings from Allah Ta'ala. As we discussed last week, that a person who wishes to pour the pure milk into a container, into a glass, into a cup, the first thing he does is to look inside it and if there's any dirt or whatever it is, sometimes he cannot see anything, he still wants to rinse it out. So this is the first thing that to make the effort to clean ourselves out. And this pride is a terrible disease, an extremely dangerous disease. لا يدخلوا الجنة من كان في قلبه مثقال حبة من خردل من كبر Nabi Islam says that person will not enter Jannat who has pride to the extent of a mustard seed. He will not enter Jannat. Now, what a major calamity this is, that due to pride a person will not enter Jannat. So, on the one hand, this is the aspect that we need to uh, rectify in our lives. We need to correct that we need to remove every trace of pride. We need to remove every trace of arrogance. We should not regard ourselves as better than anybody. We should not be feeling high and mighty in any way. We should be the true and humble servants of Allah Ta'ala all the time. This is the very important thing. This is the crucial thing that we should be turning to Allah Ta'ala alone. So this is the first aspect that in this dua we learn 
اللہ اصبح بی من نعمتن او بی احد من خلقک فمن کا وحدک یا اللہ وٹ ایور باؤنٹیز آئی ہیو وٹ ایور اینی بڈی ایلس ہیز یا اللہ دس از فرام یو الون سو وٹ ایور آئی ہیو اونڈی یو ہیو بلسڈ اینڈ دیف آئی ہیو ٹو بی گریٹ فل ٹو یو الون اینڈ آئی ہیو ٹو آل دا ٹائم ریمائنڈ مائی سیلف دیٹ نتھنگ از مائنڈ نتھنگ بلانگس ٹو می دس از فرام اللہ تعالیٰ سائڈ ایوری فیو از فرام اللہ تعالیٰ and to the extent a person will remember this to the extent that the person will acknowledge this to the extent that the person will make shukr for it to that extent this will become a major support for a person in life the shukr becomes a major support for a person in life and assists a person to go through all the aspects of life on the one hand there are countless innumerable bounties and favors and the challenges that we face in life are limited so there are limited challenges on one side and there are innumerable favors and countless benefits and bounties on the other side so when you compare one with the other there is no comparison the innumerable countless bounties and benefits and the limited challenges then if a person focuses on the innumerable and countless bounties of Allah Ta'ala and makes deep shukar for that, makes shukar in reality for it, then that becomes a balm and becomes, it becomes a means of covering up that pain, whatever a person experiences on any loss, that deep shukar is a great ilaj, it's a great remedy, it's a great uh, means of consoling a person because this is the reality that our challenges whatever we face is limited and allah taala's favors and allah taala's bounties are innumerable are countless we cannot count it so we cannot even compare that what we have and what we have not there is no comparison so this is the lesson in the first part to focus towards allah taala's innumerable bounties and keep making shukar but when a person makes shukar the shukar will break the pride in a person. The shukar, provided it is not just lip service shukar, provided that the shukar is deep-hearted, provided that the shukar is with that consciousness, it is with that realization, the deep realization, that Ya Allah, this is your favor and bounty alone. Ya Allah, nothing is mine. And therefore, I have to submit entirely to you. And I cannot let pride creep into me and think that I am the doer of this, or it's my achievement, or anything of the sort. Allah, nothing is mine. This is all yours alone. So on the one side, this is the great benefit of this shukar. Then together with that, there's two things mentioned in this dua. مَا أَصْبَحَ بِي مِن نِعْمَةٍ أَوْ بِأَحَدٍ مِن خَلْقِكِ Ya Allah, whatever favor anybody else in this whole makhluk has, in the whole creation has, that too is your favor alone. That too is your bounty and your blessing. So what does this do? When a person is conscious of this, when a person keeps this realization in his heart and mind, that whatever anybody else has, this too is from Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is my creator, Allah Ta'ala is his creator. Allah Ta'ala is our sustainer. Allah Ta'ala is the one who has full control. Allah Ta'ala brought me into existence, Allah Ta'ala brought him into existence also. Allah Ta'ala is the giver, Allah Ta'ala is the doer, Allah Ta'ala has full 
his choice because he is the creator. Nobody else has any share in this creation. It's Allah Ta'ala alone. So when Allah Ta'ala has blessed somebody else with some ni'mad, some bounty, some favor, what right do I have to be jealous over that? There is no way that I can be jealous or I should be jealous over any favor of Allah Ta'ala. It's Allah Ta'ala's favor. It is His blessing. I need to submit entirely to Him in terms of being grateful for the blessings He's given me and being happy for the blessings He's given to others. I need to make shukar for what Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with and I need to be wholeheartedly happy for what Allah Ta'ala has blessed others with also. To be sad at somebody else's good, to be grieved at somebody else's bounty and blessing, to feel down when we seeing somebody else enjoying some ni'mat and bounty of Allah Ta'ala. That is in reality an objection against Allah Ta'ala. This is an objection against Allah Ta'ala that why did you bless so and so with this bounty? Why didn't you give him less? Na'uzubillah. What right do we have to be thinking in that manner and objecting to Allah Ta'ala's decision and decree? That why was so and so given something that should not have been given to him? Na'uzubillah. Why somebody, for example, intelligent, that shouldn't have been given to that person. The intelligent person has got no right to be proud and the person who may not have that same level of intelligence has no right for any objection. Both have to turn to Allah Ta'ala alone. Person who has wealth has no right to be proud over that wealth and should never allow that wealth to become a means of pride and arrogance and thinking low of others and thinking better of oneself. And the person who may not have that wealth should not be grieved at why somebody else got it. That is Allah Ta'ala's decision. Both should be turning to Allah Ta'ala. So the dua, what a simple dua, but this dua, if a person makes it consciously, with this reality in mind, that every morning, every evening, the person is reminding oneself and engaging in such an ibadat, that will become the remedy for pride and jealousy. Because both these things are terrible diseases that taint the heart, that really make a person's heart very filthy. This is the dirt of the heart that really brings turmoil. When a person is jealous over somebody else's bounty, a person is in turmoil. Then no matter what a person does, that heart will keep a person in turmoil if a person doesn't remove this fire of jealousy. Hazrat Mawlana Muhammad Ahmad Partab Giri Rahmatullah very great personality of his time, one couplet of his used to be something approximately of this word, these words, ki hasad ki aag mein kyu jal rahe ho, kafe afsos kyu mal rahe ho. That why are you burning in the fire of jealousy? The fire of jealousy is such that it already starts burning a person in dunya. That a person now cannot enjoy, fire is fire. When a person gets burned, sometimes a person just maybe took a sip of very hot tea. person didn't realize, took a sip of very hot tea so the tongue got burned. 
Now the tongue got burnt, one small portion, one centimeter by one centimeter maybe got burnt, scalded a bit, and that too is not severe burn, it just got scalded slightly. But it makes the whole body restless because of this little burn. Now, when this little burn makes the whole body restless and makes a person in turmoil, what will be the case when a person is all around, completely engulfed in the fire of jealousy? Because jealousy is like a fire. It's the fire in dunya. So now the person is engulfed in this fire of jealousy. And fire is fire, fire burns, like that little burn on the tongue makes the whole body restless. Jealousy will make the whole body restless also, make the heart in turmoil, make the body restless. And then all the bounties and ni'mats that a person has, he is jealous over what he doesn't have, which somebody else got. But the result of this jealousy is, what he has also, he cannot enjoy. He cannot even enjoy what he has. Because he is burning over what somebody else has. Because of burning over what somebody else has, he is deprived of the enjoyment of the innumerable bounties Allah has blessed him also with. So, he says that, Hasad ki aag mein kyu jal rahe ho? Kafe afsos kyu mal rahe ho? Why are you expressing this sorrow at not having this? And you didn't go somewhere, somebody else went somewhere, they went for Hajj or Umrah, you didn't go. And somebody did this, you didn't manage to do it. Or somebody bought that, but you couldn't buy it. Why are you all the time in this unnecessary sorrow? Self-inflicted sorrow. You're all the time expressing this uh, deprivation of yours. Whereas there's so many things that you have not been deprived of. And then he further says, Khuda ke fesle per ho naraz. Why are you objecting against the decree of Allah Ta'ala? Jahannam ki aag, jahannam ki taraf kyu chal rahe ho? Why are you walking towards Jahannam? So, this is the thing that he is giving this advice that look, don't go down this route. You need to be keeping your heart attached towards Allah Ta'ala. You need to be keeping your heart focused towards Allah Ta'ala. And in that way, you will get the peace of dunya and the peace of akhirat as well. You'll get the peace of both worlds. So, this is the couplet that he used to say in order to make us understand the reality. So what we were talking about is that by means of this dua we are being given this lesson of keeping our hearts clean. And this is that cleanliness we need to develop for this Mubarak month of Ramadan. And when a person cleans his heart out in this manner, then he can truly receive the blessings and he can truly enjoy the benefits that Allah has blessed him with also. Because now his heart is clean of arrogance, of pride, of jealousy. When his heart is cleaned of these things, he's happy for himself, he's happy for others also. Now he's got 10 things maybe, and somebody else has got 20 things. So he's happy for himself for his 10, he's happy for that person for his 20. So he is happy over 30 things now. So his whole life is now getting filled with happiness for himself, for others. And when a person is grieved over jealousy, so now he's burning over what somebody else has, so he's got 20 things to burn him. And the 10 things that he's got also, he doesn't enjoy. So now he's forever in this grief. So what a 
wonderful prescription this is to keep the heart clean of all malice. Tell it to Allah Ta'ala. Ya Allah, you are the provider. And whatever you have given to whoever you have given, that is your gift. And I am most happy with whatever your decree is. So now he's happy for himself, he's happy for everybody else, and his heart is brimming with this happiness. So what a wonderful prescription for this happiness in dunya. And then, when a person is clean-hearted like this in dunya, this is a means of his gaining the eternal happiness of Jannat. So, the cleanliness of the heart, as we discussed last week, one is with regular and daily istighfar, from deep down in the heart, istighfar. Together with that istighfar, we make sincere toba from all the wrongs that we have committed. Istighfar is seeking forgiveness, toba is repenting. And toba has certain conditions to be fulfilled. That a person gives up the sin, the person regrets having committed it, the person makes a firm resolution not to go back to that sin. If it pertains to the rights of people, the person fulfills those rights. All these things put together are the requirements of Toba. So, we need to cleanse our hearts with this very deep-hearted istighfar, with the sincere Toba, turn to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, beg His forgiveness, beg the bounties from Him alone. So this dua in the morning, Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin aw bi ahadim min khalqik, faminka wahdak, la sharika lak, Ya Allah, there is no partner to you. Ya Allah, you have no partner. You are one, you are alone, you are unique. Ya Allah, you and you alone. La sharika lak. Falakal hamd, walakal shukr. Ya Allah, all praise is due to you and all gratitude is due to you alone. Ya Allah, we thank you for everything. So, this dua in the morning, the same dua in the evening, Allahumma ma amsa bi min ni'matin. In the morning, ma asbaha bi min ni'matin. In the evening, ma amsa bi min ni'matin. Ya Allah, whatever bounty and blessing you have blessed me with this evening. And then the rest of the dua are the same. Ya Allah, it's from you alone. So, we should make a practice of reciting this dua also. And we should fulfill all the requirements. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala bless us. Allah ta'ala grant us a tawfiq of making the sincere and deep istighfar. Making this toba, turning to Allah ta'ala and fulfilling whatever Allah ta'ala wants from us cleaning our hearts of all the evils, all the illicit evil in our hearts, all the pride, all the malice, all the jealousy, and we have a clean heart towards everybody. Allah Ta'ala bless us all. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه المعين والحمد لله رب